who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Les hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout, a podcast with a singular impression, things are moving too fast. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. <laughs> and from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. If you're a longtime listener, thank you as always for joining us. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And here's what's been going on lately. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place for us to touch base with you guys every episode about things that are going on either with the podcast or with our lives or just with the greater lesbian world. Yes. And the most exciting thing that is happening is that we have booked a New York live show. New yes. York. We're so excited. For those of you who didn't hear in our last episode, it is Monday, February 18th at the Bell House. We're going to do a live should have been gay with a drinking game, and we're going to have a wonderful time. We have some guests lined up. We cannot, cannot wait. We are so pumped. It's our first live show. So if you want to come uh, pop our first live show cherry with us, can we Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Come do that. It's going to be yes. a blast. We can't wait to see you guys. And you can get your tickets now. So yes, buy them early. Get your tickets. We're do so it, excited to it, see you guys there. It. Yeah. <laughs> Also, it is Thanksgiving coming up real soon, so if you have any fun things going on, fun trips, uh, I'm going to be back on the East Coast. Ellie and I will be in the same place for a little bit. That's always exciting yeah, for us. Yeah, so exciting. Uh, if you have any fun traditions that you do, send them to us. We want to hear them. Yeah. We love hearing stuff like that. My new fun tradition is that my my parents are divorced. That's fine, whatever, but... So I go with my, I know, <laughs> my fun tradition is, is that my family's broken. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I go with my dad's side of the family and we go on a trip to Florida for Thanksgiving. So like, I nice. really don't mind that I go to Florida and go on a cruise Escape and I'm going to be in the sunshine for Thanksgiving. It's going to be great. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Also, you may or may not know, all of the audio production and editing for this podcast is done by me. <laughs> so <laughs> I do some podcast editing for some other podcasts, but I just want to let everyone know if you have a podcast or if you're thinking of starting a podcast, I am offering up my podcast editing services. You can find that at podcast at clearharmonies.com. Check it out. Get Ellie on your shit. Yes. Great. Do it. Also, next week coming up is our next Les Essentials viewing party for uh, a movie some of you might have heard of. It's called Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. Uh, and we cannot, cannot wait to watch it with our patrons. So if you are interested in joining us, you can become an Ellen DeGeneres patron. 
on our Patreon page at bit.ly slash lespatreon, and we are so pumped. Heck yes. In the Les universe, Rafiki, which we've talked about before on the podcast, it's a Kenyan lesbian film. It was only allowed in theaters for one week in Kenya. And in the one week that it was there, it was the top performing film at the box office the entire week. And in just one week, this is freaking insane. The second highest grossing Kenyan film of all time. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. But like, I'm not surprised. Because I posted this on Facebook, but lesbians freaking show up. Like, (laughs) you're like, oh, you're going to ban this. You're going to ban this film. We're going to make it the most successful film you've ever seen. Oh, you didn't want to you didn't want to play this year. Like, here we all are coming out of the woodwork. Who knew there were that many lesbians in Kenya? (laughs) Just lesbians like coming out of bushes. Yeah. And well, that's became a really unintentional (laughs) pun. lesbians everywhere is what i meant lesbians everywhere just lesbians everywhere Um, so that's amazing i can't wait to see it i if you know any details about when it's going to be available when we can go i want to see yeah i I want to see see it it. we're and i think for sure we have to make it a less essentials like yes so we we will definitely watch it and we will report back but seems like it's a pretty great film 100 percent our last thing is this really cool weird story um about a lesbian couple who had a baby and have now become the first couple ever in the history of the world it is this groundbreaking thing where they're the first women who have both carried the same baby which Mm -hmm. sounds impossible uh it's not impossible essentially what they did is they basically did in vitro but instead of incubating the eggs in like an incubator um they actually incubated the eggs like the fertilized eggs in one of the women and then took out those after they had been incubated and then implanted them in the other woman to carry and actually like gestate. So they didn't like half grow a baby and then move it to the other woman, <laughs> which I think is what a lot of people probably like read the headline and were like, well, what? Huh? so it is not that that would be, I do think impossible, mm-hmm. but it is still very cool. And what a neat story and idea and thing that is possible that you can do. So I love it. And also gabies, you know me, I, know. I, I love me a gaby. So congrats <sighs> to those two. And what a neat thing. That's an option moving forward if people want to do that so yeah, i love it i love it that's what's happening this week back to you ellie and lee thanks ellie and lee and welcome everyone to episode 207 when you haul in love <laughs> <laughs> when you haul in love exactly <laughs> i got you um, exactly right this week we are going to be exploring the most classic lesbian myth i think of you hauling. I feel like everyone knows the two biggest lesbian stereotypes. What does every, you know, lesbian relationship need to be happy? A U-Haul and a turkey baster. We're starting with the U-Haul. Yep. Yeah, I swear to God, like every straight person I know, like that's like the only joke they make for me. Like they're like, yes. oh, we're well, U-Haul key, Ellie, you left it here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, stupid, but also <laughs> sort of true. It's You're fine. Like, stupid. Give me that key. You yeah, I'm like, bastards. I need that key. I'm going on a date tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'm sorry. I'm having a moment where like I think we should add you know how the how parades we always have like dikes on bikes? Yeah. We just add like a U-Haul contingent of like a bunch of lesbians just like tooling around in U-Hauls. Yes. Honestly, yes. yes. Well, I love too when we <laughs> we posted um that article, which we're gonna talk about later. Um, that said that lesbians don't move in quick more quickly and actually two of my friends sent in a picture of them in front of a budget so they were like (laughs) so what is it called if you don't actually have a u-haul like you you had to get like a cheaper rental (laughs) budgeting what is budgeting but what is u-hauling for those of you who don't know which is just moving in together in a very short amount of time Yes. So the stereotype is that lesbians, you essentially go on a date and end that date by moving in together, I think, right? Or just, we move quickly. Yes. Yes. According to a new study, the average time that most couples move in is 18 months after dating. So if you moved in any time before 18 months, you you U-hauled. Which, 
Okay, maybe this is the lesbian in me, but I'm like, that's a long time. <laughs> You're I'm like, like double wait. digit months? That's yeah. totally legitimate. I'm like, shit. Yeah. But what if it's like a year I think is reasonable? Well, and so I think this this is the first question, right? Is is this a myth? Is it is this real? Do lesbians do this? Is it a stereotype that's just, you know, based on something? I mean, anecdotally, I don't think it's a myth. <laughs> like, I see, okay, you gave me statistics, but like, I don't know. I just, even if you don't technically live together, I feel like lesbians get into a relationship right. and like, whoosh, like you are together and you are together <laughs> like most days and you get close real, real fast anecdotally we may or may not know people queer women who have moved in before they had been together like, for 18 months a lot like most of them <laughs> anecdotally we may or may not believe this study is the point yes so i think moving forward study aside we're just gonna go and say lesbians u-haul why do we u-haul <laughs> or is that it we're just we're done we're like scrapping that section already no, <laughs> no. we're like okay. is it a myth no let's move on <laughs> <laughs> okay well this in-depth journalistic investigation yeah. brought to you by Kelly <laughs> <Allie> and lee <laughs> okay maybe it is a myth but i'm saying here's the reason that the study thinks that it's a myth okay is because it only takes into account actually moving in Mm. okay yeah, not like not like the what can we even call like that half moving in where it's like you technically still have another place that you live, live in quote unquote yes uh, but you don't you know what i mean so it's like i know yeah i feel like there's definitely that in between stage where you have a toothbrush there half of your clothes are there like right. you haven't like slept in your bed for the past 10 days Right. And I'm not speaking I'm gonna, from experience at all. I'm going to bring up, just because we just did How I Met Your Mother last week, so I'm going to bring up, this is like when you discover that Lily has an apartment, like her own apartment. Yes. Right? Like, yes. because obviously she doesn't have her own apartment. Yes. She Ex lives exactly. in the apartment with Ted and Marshall, but suddenly you discover, wait, she has had an apartment this, this whole, time. whole time. That, yes, th we need like a name for that. Like, yeah. Where you're, like, pseudo-living together, but, like, officially you have a key to another place, you know? Yeah. So, I think the question of is it a myth, I think it's not just a question of do lesbians move in together quickly, which, I mean, I'm with you, absolutely, I think we do. I think, you know, that that's a thing that yeah. happens. Um, I think the other flip side of that, though, is do straight people not do that? Yes, okay, so I think you're right on this, is that everyone moves in quickly. Right? 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 I mean, I don't know. I do. I feel like if I had to say, I would say maybe queer women that I know do move in a little faster. Maybe in the technical sense, but I think this is just me speaking anecdotally. Straight people live in the middle ground for longer because they're trying mm. to push it off. Yes, that I absolutely would agree. But I think they still are living in the all your shit is at one place. And you pretty much live together, but oh, it's not technically, we don't technically live together. So we're still right. casual, you know, we're still, yeah. we're still keeping it chill. No, yeah. you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> no. So real. So real. All right. So I think that is more of a thing that it's not necessarily just lesbians, but people do move quickly. When you're in love, you move quickly. That's true. Yes. Everyone's been there, right? You're yeah. in a relationship. Everything's going so good. You just want to be around them all the time. You want to cuddle. You want to walk around the apartment like without having to put clothes on. Exactly. to wake up together. And so you move in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like totally in that space right now. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Well, and the thing too is, I think now in this financial climate, not to be, not to like bring everything down to like a, a more whatever, but number one, more people live at home. So it's yes. like, 
like I'm gonna go stay at my girlfriend's because I prefer to stay there than at my at home right and then number two is like if it makes sense for you to live together it is so much cheaper like okay in in Boston first of all rent is ridiculous you live in you live in the San Francisco area you you understand as well oh yes like to live in a one bedroom apartment and this is like a cheap one bedroom in like far away from the city is $1,600 a month. Okay. Sorry. The Bay Area in me is just laughing right now. Because that's actually cheap for, for, (laughs) I know, but I'm saying $1,600 is what someone in Oakland was renting the treehouse in their backyard for. Oh my God. Either way, $1,600 a month is a lot of money to shell out for rent. So split that two ways. You're in a little one bedroom, nice little place for $800 a month. Easy. When I lived in New York, so I I moved to New York with my ex-girlfriend. We lived with two roommates. Yeah. I spent $400 a month in rent. <laughs> like, ridiculous. Because we shared a bedroom in a three-bedroom. So it was like we had a three-bedroom in the middle of nowhere, Brooklyn. And I only had to pay $400 a month. I'm pretty sure. So, I mean, granted. I do not actually live in the city. I live in the East Bay. I have a lot of friends who live in the city. And my understanding is if you live in San Francisco, like anywhere kind of like downtown or the mission, like if you can find a one bedroom for under three grand a month, that's probably real good. That's crazy. Yeah. That is insane. (laughs) Insane. So... I mean, I think I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Two apartments in this economy? Come yes, on. right? Come on. No just, freaking way. Why would you do that? It's it's impossible. I mean, I, I do think it's hard to discount, especially, you know, we talk a lot about this generation, millennial generation, the what what's after us? Gen Z? Is I don't even right? know. Yeah, I think Gen Z. Let's just say if you are like out of college and like under 35, maybe yep. it is not cheap to live any of the places that we are finding jobs. Yep. Most of us are coming out saddled in student loans yep so you're hitting the ground running with nothing but debt so you have payments already so you have to make rent payments you have to make loan payments you're frequently starting at jobs that are underpaying us because everything has crazy requirements where you just have to have more degrees more experience so yeah i mean i think that it's hard to discount. But I think I'm going to say I think those lead to two different things. I'm going to say the financial side of things I would expect leads to more U-hauling, right? Yes. <laughs> Financially it makes more sense scrap everything, get one apartment, split that rent and, you know, just pull that trigger, do that. Yep. Um I'm going to say the the lovey cuddly we just want to see each other all the time slash you're doing it a lot (laughs) in the beginning and you want to be conveniently close by that's gonna lead to that sort of like pseudo you hauling like half you hauling where you still have the other oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) well and then i do feel like wait wait wait. well we try to think of a name for it can i call it screw hauling (laughs) screw hauling (laughs) You're um like honestly we don't live together but you're like basically moved in so that you can have sex a lot yeah honestly i don't think we have to come up with another name because that's it lee that's screw it. hauling Screw-. that's you're perfect welcome. you're welcome world that's perfect <laughs> well and then i think too because you're like you have these two boring boring parts of you where you're like i'm so in love and like all i want to do is like be with you and then like the other part of your brain's like maybe you should slow down like you know maybe it's like smart and right. reasonable to slow things down but then you're like oh but it's also smart and reasonable to split finances oh so i i'm being crazy but i can reconcile it because it's oh no it's smart here take this take this convenient (laughs) smart excuse when really it's just because i want to live with the person that i'm in love with right you're like but really like, we just want a bone a lot yeah but like yeah. here you go on a platter so i don't seem crazy it's just it's money it's it makes sense 
you know, that I think is also sort of a, a little loophole that we can be what like, what we're saying is we see through you lesbians. You can't fool. You us. can't fool us. But it is a nice, <laughs> convenient little uh, extra. Yes. Yeah. But 100%. yeah, I think more more than likely it is just because we we as lesbians, we just become very intimate very quickly. Yes. So let's transition in. So I think what we've covered is we've covered what are reasons that people might U-Haul or screw haul. And I think those reasons apply <laughs> to... <laughs> you said it so seriously. <laughs> if you want to write your thesis on screw hauling, I will give you... It is free, royalty-free. I am not trademarking it. Screw haul. <laughs> <laughs> if what are people what are reasons that people might u-haul and or screw haul and i think those reasons apply straight or gay yes right but now i think the bigger question is given that we both do sort of feel like this is something that you see happen more or sooner with some queer ladies yep. what are the reasons what is different why would it be something that is more common, more prevalent, more fast moving uh, with with the lady loving ladies? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just feel like, number one, this is a gross, gross stereotype, but sort of true. So in <laughs> in straight relationships, there's this idea of like the man who doesn't want to commit. And the woman who's like, come on, I right. love you. Like, let's make this official. Like, let's <laughs> let's move forward. I want to move move forward with all these steps. And I don't think everyone is like that. But at least for society, even if the guy doesn't actually feel that way, I think sometimes they feel pressured yeah. to hit the brakes, right? Whereas with women, I do feel like more often than not, you have two people who are like, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. And I'm, I have no problem being open about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to tell you how I feel. And you want to tell me how you feel. We're on the same page. Like, I'm not, I'm not concerned that you're not into me. So that whole thing right. just like, goes away. And you're like, both like, oh, let's just merge. <laughs> <laughs> there was a hand motion associated. Yeah, with sorry. That. I can't. Yeah, I just like put there my were hands. Intertwined fingers. We just we we're just gonna intertwine. The, yeah, the urge to merge. The urge to merge. But yes. it is sort of true, you know. We we can be more honest about those feelings of like I want to move quickly with you. Like I yeah. see a future here, and I'm not scared to say that. In that way that we're gonna stereotype everything in these episodes. Yeah. Um, if the stereotype is women are more into commitment than two women. Are doubly we'll, into commitment. We'll, com <laughs> yeah. we'll commit even faster. Yeah. Twice as fast, maybe Twice not. As but, yeah. you know, there's a, an exponential curve somewhere. It's not necessarily twice, but there, it's faster. It yes. could be faster. And I will say, like, I actually personally have a lot of friends who are not so much like that. And, yeah. like, are polyamorous or prefer open relationships. But I would even say with them... Even though they have multiple partners, they still are very committed with those partners. You know what Is I mean? There, I want to. Uh, sorry, I'm such a nerd. But I want to come up with like an equation to be like, so how, depending on like with N being the number of people in your relationship, what's an equation for like how many months you've all been together uh, and how many apartments you probably have between all together? <laughs> yeah. Together. But I still do think like. Even like to be polyamorous, you have to be so open right. with your feelings that it is like even in those relationships, they still move quickly, I think. Absolutely. I agree. I think this is not something that is true for like every gay woman. Yeah. I mean, certainly we all know lesbian fuckboys exist. Let's not discount them. Yeah. You know, but I think in a general sense that what we're getting at is this idea of commitment for one thing. The other thing is I feel like it's still a lot more common. Like I, I still distinctly remember when I was in grad school, one of the girls that I worked with in my lab said something one night where she was like, oh yeah, it's great. Like 
I'm going to go home and, you know, my husband is going over to, like, a friend's house to watch the game and I'm going to sit at home and watch, like, I don't remember what, like, Dancing with the Stars or, like, something, Mm -hmm. right? And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to, like, have a friend over, have some wine. Girls' night. (laughs) Girls' night. Exactly. And I was like, oh, weird. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Like, I always have girls' night. With what a my concept. wife. I think it's more common, like not like lesbian couples never have separate interests. Of course we do. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's more common that like the majority of your activities you do together. Yes. Um and I feel like straight couples, again, anecdotally, in my experience, you know, more commonly will need to have like their very separate time and interests and groups that's the other thing friend groups oh yeah they just go together they just go together well most of the women that we meet are in our friend group like most people you date are like because you're like right Right. now my girlfriend is like a friend of a friend yes like so we're sort of in the same friend group but like like when i was dating my ex-girlfriend that was like exponential because we started dating in college we were in the same acapella group. We had all of the same friends. Like then, the Venn diagram of our lives was a circle. Was a circle. Like <laughs> completely, every single thing we did was like together, except for work. Like, but every other thing. And I, I, I mean, this is going into a completely different thing, but whatever. I think it's good to have a balance. No, I, I agree, and I, and I don't think that you know when you have a relationship with two women that you never have a balance. I yeah. just think it, it is more common that there is a lot more overlap. A lot more overlap. Know? Yeah, I think that tends to happen more uh, with with relationships where it's two women involved because I think you do you see a lot more overlap. You know, we joke about that all the time that we you know, my wife has a a group of friends from college that they all try to get together like every year and do like a weekend somewhere. Uh and we were joking for a long time that like, you know, we'd we'd been doing this and getting together as our lives were progressing and we were like, you know what's funny is can we do one where like you guys bring your boyfriends slash fiancés slash husbands because, like, we feel like we don't know the guys in your lives, and I'm there all the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, know, you feel, it's like you feel you, so much different, like, right, inviting like, your girlfriend than inviting, yeah, to the exactly. girls' weekend. So yeah. when they would have, like, ostensibly girls' weekend, which it is, like, I would always go. Yeah. And granted, I mean, they're all they're friends from my college. They're people that I've known for a long time. But still, we just got to a point where we were like, hey, but also, you know, like, Lee's at all of these gatherings. You've been with this dude for, like, six years, and we haven't met him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. We'd like to meet him. And we talk, you talk about him, we hear about him, but, you know, we they don't bring the men Kelsey brings me. Yeah. And I think that type of thing happens a lot. We talk about it all the time when we, you know, when we have friends getting married and they plan these like elaborate bachelorette weekends. And we're like, that's great. We're paying twice, though. So, um, yep. Because <laughs> you invite both of us. Yep. See what happens. And we're like, I get that you think it's only, you know, X number per person, but it's double that because there's two of us and it's really expensive. So please stop doing that. But yeah, I mean, it, it is. You do sort of fall into that trap of like, you become this like you have the same friends group you do the same things you mm-hmm. you know there's less separation, separation. <laughs> yes and so then you're like all right well we're together all the time anyways wouldn't it just right. make sense for us to just live in the same apartment yeah, and then exactly. we'll really be together all the time <laughs> no and it's honestly like it's great and like, then if I just keep sliding closer and closer while we're lying next to each other in bed and I can slowly just... Just merfuse, fuse together. No, <laughs> but it, it, it is like, it is a great feeling to wake up in the morning with someone that you love and to go to bed with them at night. So yes. like, of course you're like, let's just freaking do it. <laughs> yes. And we all go through the fusion phase. It's fine. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all We've been all, there. We all understand. Yeah. Well, and I think too... Going back to why lesbians do it more quickly is, I think I sort of said this, but this idea of, like, no games, mm. which I think is, like, when I was dating my my ex, we would talk about that all the time. Like, let's just not play games with each other. Like, she was bisexual, and so it's, like, I mostly was dating girls. 
But like when you're dating a man, even in the first stages, it's like games. It's like you're trying to play who likes each other less. <laughs> you'd have you'd have to tell me more about this. The last time I dated a man, I was 15 years old. So. Oh my god. <laughs> no, but it is like you're you're like checking in with your friends to be like is it okay for me to text them? Like, should I oh, wait? Sure, sure. Should I wait like three hours to make sure like they don't think I'm too available? And I think we still sort of play those games with lesbians right. because whatever psychology and bullshit. But I think <laughs> like then you- because psychology and bullshit. <laughs> I I mean love it. It's true. Best explanation. I ever. can go more in detail, but like when I was no, when I, I was, think that covers it yeah. all. When I was single, like, to be real, the girls that you're not interested in always want you. And the girls that you show interest in are like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, playing it cool. The answer is, you, what you mean is playing it cool. We're all playing it cool. Yeah. But yeah. I think we play it cool for way less time. Like, it's yeah. like, okay, the beginning of the relationship, we're still playing it cool. We're still testing the waters. Once you find out, like, once someone's like, I really like you, you're like, oh, my God, thank God you said that because I really like you, too. And, like, fuck it. Let's move it together. Yeah. Because <laughs> I really like you, too. I made a key. <laughs> and I hope that's okay. <laughs> Here's a key. Here's a T-shirt with our faces on it. I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, it's true. Like, you're like, oh, thank God. And you don't feel like you need to keep playing the games. <laughs> This episode's killing me. I know. (laughs) You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But... I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com. Because it's also like... It's a stereotype, but it is sort of true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have another. I have another one okay. that I want to toss out there. Um, which I know. I know you saw my note on this. Yes. And laughed about my note to myself to remember to talk about this. But something else that I wonder if it has an effect is that when you move in, right? I think there's this. There's this way that moving in together and like commitment and exclusivity are like all sort of like tied into each other. Yes. Something else that I wonder if is a factor in this is that when you are a woman dating other women, you have a much smaller pool of available dating options. Yep. Right? So especially, I mean, I get like if you're living in a big city, maybe like, you know, if you're out in San Francisco or if you're, you know, somewhere where there's like, but there's just lesbians everywhere. Like maybe you kind of want to still be like, well, I want to know, I don't, I want to keep my options open and yes. I wanna, like, see what's out there. But if you have a smaller dating pool or, you know, if you feel like you've exhausted the dating pool where you live, that I feel like it might be more common for lesbians to say like, hey, I'm dating this girl we've been on some dates been together a little bit seems like it's going well we're done <laughs> yeah like i'm done I'm looking done. i'm done this i'm tired it. of dating i mean this i think that is valid for some people especially in a smaller dating pool and i will say even in bigger dating pools it's almost like a modeling effect because i enjoyed my single life i had a lot i had a lot of options that sounds horrible but <laughs> i did <laughs> and however the longer you sort of like are in that sphere, yeah, people just single options dwindle. Yeah, like everyone, yeah, up. like everyone around you pairs off. 
Like, it's like people are, (laughs) I just feel like lesbians are either like, if they're single, like they just broke up with their ex. Right. Or they're in a relationship. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the time they just broke up with their ex are still living with that ex. All of their friends are in the same group of friends with that ex. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you see like all your friends are coupled off and you're like, I'm the only single person in this, like, whatever. And then you're like, oh, well, it'd be nice to have someone, you know, like it's like still, even if there are a lot of fish in the sea, those fish are together. (laughs) (laughs) Those fish are all in pairs. If there's fish in the sea and those fish are lesbians, those fish are paired up. <laughs> those fish are paired off. They really freaking are. Like my, oh my God. Since Here's the thing about lesbian fish. You since I started dating yeah. Jana, like there already were like couples, couples, couples. And there were maybe like four or five of us who were single. Like, I think there's one left. <laughs> and like she's having a great time but it's like she's she's the 11th wheel every time you go yeah but it's like everyone has just paired off yeah and yeah like now you're in a group of couples right which is fine i love it but it's just like it's funny yeah it's just funny well and i think it's it's just it's hard to discount that right i mean i think when you are straight the available dating pool is like basically most of the population. Yeah. Um, and when you're gay, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's just not. And so I think even when you're somewhere with, you know, a a booming queer population, um, it is. I mean, I, I think it's just hard to avoid that tendency to say like, hey, you know, if this isn't it, there might not be anything else out there for me. So lock it down. Lock it down. <laughs> lock it down now. Lock it down immediately. <laughs> well, and I think too, like the older we get, like this U-Haul study did say that the older you get, the more likely you are to move in quickly. And I think it's right. the same, that same, um, yeah, that same mentality of like, because yeah. the older you get, the more people are coupled off and the exactly. more you're like, okay, how many more single people are really even left here? You know, right. and those people probably just got divorced at that point. You know, it's like, really, it's like, it's, it's that cycle. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Uh, no, I, it is. It is true. I just, I don't, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian dating is great, people. It's also, it's just, it's been, you know, the way that this schedule worked out this season, it's been a while since we've done an episode that's like just, just the two just of the us. Two of us. Um, yeah. I yeah. just missed this, Ellie. I'm I know, I like it. I'm having fun. So, okay, so let's talk about, we've talked a lot about anecdotal evidence and things like that. Uh, let's let's share a little. All right, well. Let's share a little of our experiences. I know, and I've shared, a, I've already shared a little bit, but like, <laughs> I'm just saying, from my personal experience, at this point in my life, I have had two committed relationships with women. And my first one <laughs> screw hauled hard. Like, <laughs> like uh, now that we're using that I'm word. So but glad screw hauling is a thing. Yeah. Uh. But like it was we were in college and it was like, okay, so I like we would joke that like I just moved in. Like it was like we got together and like we were like I lived in her dorm room. And like that was it. You know? And then uh <sighs> that was just it just moved it's moved so quickly we had also been friends for a long time so i think we didn't oh we didn't even talk about that i think that's super valid yeah a lot of lesbians start dating their friends like they're good friends yeah yeah yeah. right so it's like you're you're not actually spending a lot of time getting to know the person right you have this established you have an established bond bond. you know who they are and obviously like things the relationship changes right but like you're more comfortable. Sure. You're starting at a different You start at a point. far different you're level. You're not starting at, at you know. You're like, not starting at zero. Yeah. But yeah, then we lived with we lived with eight roommates over the summer. We did the summer acapella group. Then the roommates like just do. kept the roommates just kept dwindling. So it was like then we lived with two roommates. And this was, mind you, for timeline, when we moved into our apartment in Brooklyn, we were together for eleven months. <laughs> <laughs> 100% you hauling according so, to our study definition. According to the study. And I feel like I was like, you know, it's been almost a year. Like, this is fine. Even though, like, looking back, it's like, girl, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we moved into 
our actual apartment that was just the two of us we had been together for two years so i feel like i would when i would reconcile it i'd be like well we didn't live together alone right until two years right so we didn't really you all you know yeah because when you have other roommates you can kind of pretend that they're just like also a roommate that you happen to be dating exactly exactly But then it's like when you and there there is to be real a huge difference between living just the two of you. Like I de- then that oh, was definitely 100%, a big yes. a big adjustment to be like, oh, and now this is what it's like, because then it is the kind of thing where like when we had roommates, it was like, oh, well, it's not just us all the time. Right. In a good way and a bad way, you know, like in a good way in that like, oh, well, we feel like we have we have friends like we have a social life outside of each other. Right. Because they're living with us. And then you're alone and you're like, oh, it really is just us. And like, we need to like branch out and hang out with other people. You know, they're not just like coming home to us, you know? (laughs) So that, yeah. They don't just appear in the living room. Yeah, right? They don't just appear in the living room. And we had like, I mean, and especially when we lived with eight other people, that didn't really feel like we were living together. That was like a freaking huge house, whatever. Yeah. And then my current relationship... (laughs) I feel like I tried to slow things down, but then like at a certain point, you just give in to like, why am I trying to slow this down? Screw calling. Yeah. yeah but like, right. I just felt like it was like the thing I was supposed to do. Like take, people are always like, you know, take your time. And I think it's yeah. good that we, t- that we took our time to like figure out your feelings and like figure out if you want to commit. Because, like, the more time you take to figure it out, the more secure right. you are when you when you say You're yes. You're not just, like, jumping in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like I was saying, once you get to that point where, where you're, like, yes, yes, we're in, then there's no stopping the acceleration. <laughs> I, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. so, I mean, right now it has So what been- you're saying is it's... It's a slow climb on a roller coaster. You're like heading up the little like clunk, 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 yep. clunk, clunk, yep. clunk. You're like climbing your way up to the top of the mat and you just fall. Yep. And then it's just like, whew, after Yeah. That. And then, yeah, there's no, there's really no turning back from there. Got it. No. It's still relatively soon. So whatever. We're done. But we're definitely in the screw all phase. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just came from our apartment this morning. Going back tonight. Was there on Thursday as well. Nice. So, yeah. And I don't really anticipate that slowing down. So, but it's fine. It's good. <laughs> See, and it's funny because it's like I have almost no, nothing to contribute to that in a general sense because Kelsey and I never really lived apart since college. Like, I think the time that we lived apart technically was like we had different dorm rooms and like basically we lived together. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Like basically we lived in each other's dorm rooms. Yep. Oh, and then for one time she like did actually live in my dorm room. She kind of moved in. So my senior year, she was doing a year at Dartmouth. She did a a dual degree program at Dartmouth. And Mm -hmm. my senior year, she was was one of her Dartmouth years um, and they're on the quarter system. So her year ended in March. So she just basically moved into my dorm room for the end of my senior year of college. Yeah. Yep. And then you she never uh, left. Yeah, I had a I had a single. She moved in with me then. I think she lived with me that summer in Boston. And then as soon as she finished, she basically lived with me in the summers until she graduated from college and we got engaged right before she finished college actually. So Holly, um, which was how many months? <laughs> how many months? Oh, good God. Okay, so we started dating her middle of the year, her sophomore year, and we got engaged before she graduated her senior year, so like two and a half years. Two and a half years? Yeah. All right, well, that's finally... <laughs> that's pretty... Well, that's getting engaged. I mean, that's yes. like... That's a yes. little... That's like the next step past... Uh, past, past living, living together. together. Yeah. Well, I do have to say, actually, the the first time that we moved in together by ourselves... Because she came and lived with me in Boston when I was in grad school in the summers, and then she moved in with me when she finished her degrees. And 
we were renting a room in someone's house, so we didn't have our own place still. We moved in together for the first time three weeks before we got married. Oh my God. <laughs> got, our, got our own apartment because we kind of said like, we don't want to be married and still like having roommates and everything. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and so that must have been probably like four years after we got together. So we kind of, we lived together for most of that time, but we, you know, either were in dorm rooms or, or with roommates for- yeah for a while so it makes sense but to that point I do think it is the kind of thing where age matters if you were older and not in dorm rooms you would have moved in earlier oh 100 percent yeah I mean so it's not like you didn't want to move in yeah the amount of time it took until we were like basically living in each other's dorm rooms was minimal (laughs) yes like week one week minimal amount of time like same day yeah (laughs) it's fine it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. All right, Lee. Now that we've exhausted why people U-Haul and why we are the biggest U-Haulers of all, <laughs> is it time for a Q&A? I think it might be. I, I think, think it's it is. time. I think it is. Q. 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 And. Gay. I'm going to ask the first question, which we already have sort of answered, but. Oh, wait. Are we, are we switching off or are you just asking me? You want to switch off? Let's go. Let's go like one. Yeah. Go back to back. Right? I'll ask, then you ask. All right, Lee, number one, have you ever U-hauled? I am going to say, by the strict definition of living together before you have been dating 18 months, then then yes, I would have to call myself a U-hauler. Yep. Yep. 18 months is a long time. That is a long freaking time, right? I'm like, is this just a lesbian and me talking? But I'm like, that seems like a long time. Seems like a lot. No. Okay. Question two, Ellie. Which of the following would you choose yes. out of U-Haul, budget, Penske, or Enterprise? <sighs> I'm on a strict budget. I'm going to have to say I'm a budget girl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, except budget doesn't have a great screw haul. Yeah, there's no like name. fun name with it. No. Fudget. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. That's really bad. Yeah, um, we're going to pretend that one never happened for yep. the sake of all of us. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Moving on, Lee. Number three, what's the earliest you've ever moved in? A, one month. B, six months. C, one year. D, 18 months. Oh, this is such a hard one to answer because what do you define as moving in? I know. Right? I mean, I think what we just said that that question of in each other's dorm rooms, like, you know, moving in just over the summers while we're still kind of in college, you know, where do we draw? Where do we draw that line? Where do we draw the line? And I'm only slightly hedging so that I don't have to say like a week. I mean, (laughs) I'm going to say we probably land at the... Maybe like let me say like a year. Let me say like a year. A year because I think that's just the makes first you sound better. Yeah. Officially, like we are moving into like moving our stuff to a place officially in the same same place. Yeah, that makes sense. Let's go with that. That makes that sense. That sounds better. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's totally that's totally justifiable. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Okay. Question four. Why did you you haul slash screw haul out of a love Aww. b finances c nowhere else to live valid d getting out of your parents house also valid <laughs> i'm gonna say a plus b but i if i had to pick one it would probably be more more a let's say more a hopeless Aww. romantic yeah Aww, you yeah. just are too sweet i know i know <laughs> It's fine. And number five, we're going to ask this one to Lee, so I don't have to get asked it. (laughs) We all know the answer. Lee, are you still together with your U-Hauler? Yes or no? I sure am. Aw, And you know why? Because I locked it down, Ellie. Yeah, you did. Locked it down. Yeah, you did. Got to ring on that finger right quick. You really did. It's okay. (laughs) It's cute. And remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love you.
love hearing from all of you. We love building this community, whether it's emails, whether it's our Facebook group, whether it's patrons. Uh, so we just want to shout out some of our favorite things that have been happening every episode. Yes. And for this episode, we have someone who reached out to us on Instagram and their Instagram handle is PRWWN. So prune. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I'm um, going to go with Prune. prune. <laughs> And they they DM'd us videos of them watching Mona Lisa smile. It is commitment to the suggestion. Yes. And telling us like exact clips that should have been gay. And when I was watching them, I like I haven't seen Mona Lisa smile in a while. So I was like, oh, they're watching a lesbian movie. Like they they were kissed like some of the girls were kissing each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I feel like we always want to shout out things that were on our should have been gay list already. Yeah. And this one was not. So. It's not on the list, so it's for sure getting added. So Cheers to you, Perun. <laughs> Perun. Thank you very much. And I of course, keep saying that name. I know, Perun, Perun. <laughs> and of course, we want to shout out our top tier lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen. Kayla Kelly. Lizette Stye. Tanya Ferguson. Jess Klaus. And Danny Griswold. We absolutely absolutely depend on all the support from our patrons depend on the support specifically from our excellent top tier lesbian jesus patrons who we love thank you so much oh yeah um and remember you can find us on all the social medias we are on instagram on facebook and on twitter at let's hang out pod you can email us at let's hang at gmail.com you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. And make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when we get new episodes. We are also going to be putting up new videos every other Thursday on our YouTube channel this season. So make sure that you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod so that you don't miss any of those. And if you want to support the podcast, one of the easiest ways you can do that is to rate and review us on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people see the podcast, the more amazing gay people we have in our lives. <laughs> so please go rate and review us on iTunes, only if it's uh, positive. You, <laughs> you can also become a patron on our Patreon page. You can find that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get access to all sorts of cool stuff, our secret Facebook group for our patrons. You get access to music, MP3 downloads. We have Les Essentials viewing parties, um, all sorts of good stuff. Be sure to check that out. Yes, and we do have a viewing party coming up, so make sure you go on there Next if you week. want to come and watch Professor Marston with us. Yes. Amazing. We also have merch, and there are a lot of deals this month, a bunch of 30% off, so make sure you're looking out on our Instagram, our Twitter. If you've been waiting, the yeah. time is coming up. The time is now. Black Friday, Christmas. Christmas is the best time to get a good lesbian mug, lesbian shirt, lesbian sticker, everything. So you can yes. find those at bit.ly slash lesshop. If you want to follow us individually, the best place to find me, I am on Twitter and on Instagram at LSH Foster. And you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.